broadcasting live from the Santa Lucia Highlands through the heart of the Casterville Artichoke Fields, westward to the Elkhorn Slough, and south to the rugged Big Sur coastline. You're listening to What's the Plan? A weekly discussion with local thought leaders about the future of Monterey County. And now, here's your host, Mr. Paul Wyant. Good afternoon and welcome to the program, everyone. We have a great show for you today featuring Mrs. Barbara Dickison. She's going to be talking to us about the Heart of Carmel online auction. That's going to go from the 19th of August till the 26th of August, where they're going to be auctioning off all those giant hearts you see around Carmel right now. And if, if you want to learn more about that auction effort, go to Bidding for Good. That's four is spelt out. It's not the number four. It's F-O-R. So biddingforgood.com slash Carmel dash chamber. So biddingforgood.com slash Carmel dash chamber. And uh, you, can, you can see all of the wonderful hearts. There's 10 of them up there that they're, they're going to be bidding on. Let's, uh, let me remind you that I'm Paul Wyant, owner of Express Employment Professionals in Monterey County. At Express, we can help your business find great employees. Give me a call today, 831-920-1230. Welcome to the program, Barbara. It's so great to have you here. Can you tell me, just tell us a little bit about, because you're involved in a lot of philanthropic efforts and a lot of uh, associations in Carmel. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're involved in right now? So I am, uh, I'm involved, well, we moved here about five and a half years ago, and I got involved, first of all, in our church, which is All Saints Episcopal Church in downtown Carmel. And uh, I still do things with them. I started out trying to do the PR for them, um, because the church was smaller than it had been in the past. And um, we had a new uh, parish administrator who needed some help. And so then, uh, right now, I still, we actually have a campground down in Big Sur, uh, All Saints Episcopal Church does, and they rent it out to nonprofit organizations. And so I still take some of the reservations for that. Can I stop you there? Uh, we'll get to your other philanthropic efforts later. Do you know there was a 100 uh, spot campground with cabins that just sold in Big Sur for $28 million? Now, I don't know the size of All Saints Trust, but it's, you can do a lot with $28 million. Anyway, uh, I don't know how big your campground is either. So. It's probably... It's probably a little less than half the size. It's actually right across the river from our campground. The one that sold and, for 20 minutes. So yours is maybe six acres. I think that was 12 yeah, acres. Yeah, six or seven acres, I, right. Yeah, yes. I fell out of my chair. 12 acres, $28 million. That was amazing. I know. Yeah. It's a very nice developed campground. Ours is a little bit more rustic, but mm-hmm. but again, still wonderful in ours. Whereas theirs is more for individual sites. Ours is more for group sites. So we have like Boy Scout troops, uh, church organizations, um, I'm trying to think there are some that uh, have to do with um, with just like we we have a quite a big variety of nonprofits and some that are still finding out of, out about us. So it is a nonprofit itself. So we only so that's why we rent to nonprofits. So if you're a group or, you know, a group of uh, people that want to maybe try to stay at the campground, how, do, how would they contact you? Um, they would go on the church website probably and um, get the telephone number there. Or there's a there's also a contact there, an email contact there, and it's under um, missions and then campground. That's great. Yeah. So so talk about some of the other great stuff you're doing now, Barbara. Um, well, I'm uh, as you know, I'm president of the board for uh, Interfaith Outreach of Carmel, and we have the Joining Hands Benefit Shop and. Um, I actually do not do as much hands-on with the shop itself. Um, and mostly because of COVID, I have a, you know, because of some family 
members that uh, we have. I'm trying to be super cautious. Uh, but yeah, they've been, we actually uh, brought in a new executive director at the beginning of COVID, remodeled the shop, and uh, it's been open since we were allowed to be open, and it's doing great. We get um, good donations, and uh, so a few people have compared us to department stores rather than a benefit shop. So that's how that's how good it's looking and how great the um, the items are. And then plus our prices are low. The prices are low. And if you're listening and you happen to know where the BevMo is, it's right around the corner from that in the uh, barn or not the, it's not the barnyard area. What is that area called? It's, it's a, the uh, Carmelo Rancho. Carmelo and Rancho. It's right by the uh, Fremont Bank. Fremont Bank. Yeah. Yes. And Raw Connection is there. So Eric, stop and buy some, uh, some nice, uh, great, uh, you know, pet food for your pet or, uh, or loved one, and then go over <laughs> to the benefit shop and, uh, and, and, and shop for some department tour settings at thrift store prices. Um, so then, but now, okay, so we're bearing the lead. There's a real, there's another project un, unaffiliated with your church or with the benefit shop that you're really excited about, Barbara. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I can. Um, I signed up to take the Leadership Carmel class, which is a new class that the Carmel Chamber uh, came up with. And Jenny McMurdo has spearheaded it. And several cities have something like this. And basically what it is, it's it's a class where they're trying to train people to be better leaders, um, especially civic leaders. And so it's a nine-month class. We actually started it again during COVID. So we didn't get to do a lot of the tours that we normally do. We did get to do one tour through Carmel. And, um, but basically we met one Friday every month and we had, um, gosh, we had some of the people from city council speak to us, someone from Sunset Center and other um, nonprofit organizations. We had um, people from healthcare, uh, from the schools. So we really had a broad variety uh, or spectrum of speakers. It was again for us to get to know um, Carmel, how it works, and uh, then also to, yeah, just to get to become better leaders. We even took a personality test uh, that was interesting. Wow. Yeah. So now, so now, as part of this leadership course, you you there was there's this art project, to, mm-hmm. uh, and that that is uh, for some charitable giving. So so how does how is that working out? Yeah, and well, basically, what what happened was we were um, we were tasked to do a project because the city was giving to us that we were going to give back to the city, and uh, so we tried to come up with something. It was during a time when every we had all this extreme disconnect, you know, and we had to try and figure out something to do. So we chose an outdoor art exhibit, and um, that we figured that way people could safely view it, especially the residents at the time, because we didn't know when the town would be open for visitors, and um, we got the idea from some of the other um, towns or cities around uh, California and other states. So we ordered, um, we got sponsors, we asked businesses to sponsor this, and some of them were gracious enough to do it and had faith in, in our vision. And we ordered hearts, a great big fiberglass heart, hearts. They actually came out of Chicago. We were trying to do most things local, but uh, we did have to get those out of another state. And we uh, asked for local artists to apply, and they had to give us two different themes. One was on what Carmel meant to them, and the other one could be open. And um, so we selected 10 artists because we had 10 hearts, and they all had to be from Monterey County. And um, 
Yeah, so the hearts got here, they got the paints, we supplied the paints, and the artists got to work, and the hearts were finished and sprayed with an outdoor finish, and they actually went on exhibit um, the 28th of uh, June, and now they'll be ending what we call their tour of beauty, they'll be ending that on the 26th, because there's an auction that starts soon. So where, where are they at right now? Uh, they're in different locations in Carmel. There's uh, There are a few that are just totally obvious, like there's one at the corner of Devendorf Park and uh, at Ocean. And then there are two in the Carmel Plaza. There's one in front of City Hall. We had five locations that were private locations and five that were public locations. Hmm. So there's one in front of the Carmel Women's Club. There's one at Ocean and Monte Verde. There's actually one at the police station. That's the furthest one away. Ah. And... Uh, and it's kind of humorous. It's a, it's a, the hearts, every one of them is just gorgeous. And that particular one at the police station is of the ocean. And the, so they have the ocean with the beach on one side and just the ocean on the other side. And I talked at one time with one of the policemen and I said, you know, we were kind of thinking about moving it out a little bit, but, you know, so it'd be more visible to the public. And, and he laughed. He said, oh, you can't do that. He said, you know, people, when they find out we're from Carmel, they always joke that we have an ocean view and we've never had one and we have one now. So please don't take it away. <laughs> so. well, well, you're doing them well. How big are these things? These these things, uh, you make it sound like they're they're huge. Are they five? Uh, Pretty good size. Yeah. <laughs> you know, are they taller than you? Um, not quite. They're, well, they could be. They're 52 inches wide. So it's a little over four feet, four and a half oh. feet. And then they're 52 inches tall, but they also have about a six to an eight inch base at the bottom of them. Mm-hmm. And so that makes them a little bit taller than they are wide. Wow. That is, that's and they're not very deep. They're only like 10 or 12 inches deep. Do you? Oh, uh, well, so the wind, you probably have to, they're probably anchored for the wind. Now, do you what describe some of the designs? So you said you said there's an ocean. One of them has an ocean motif. Are there what are some of the other? Is there a cypress tree? I don't know. You know, there's not, and there's not a pine cone. Those are the two. Those are the two that I thought were missing. Is there a um, race car? <laughs> no, no I race car. No. Is there a golf ball? Come on. <laughs> is there an artichoke? What are we doing okay, here? So. Eight of the 10 artists are women. Not that we don't think about, you know, golf and things like that, but, um, and actually it doesn't have anything to do with it, but um, no, there. So we have Simon Bull is one of the artists and his is a very vibrant, um, has flowers on each side and it's gorgeous. And then uh, another one, the other one at the um, plaza is more of an abstract. It's by Ann Arts, and it has uh, a lot of different colors and squares and shapes, and it has Oceanside is, is one. Uh, and then there's, um, let's see, Sally Russell's is more of a tapestry. So hers has different lines going back and forth. And it's really interesting because she described how our lives are kind of made up of a tapestry of the different people and the different experiences that we have. And um Let's see, Ashley Bennett Stoddards is, I probably shouldn't be naming this because I may not get everyone named. Ashley Bennett Stoddards is one that's, um, hers is called Community and it's it's not like uh, Sally Russell's, but it, but it again, it has a lot of the different colors that blend together and form the community. We have one that's uh, rustic, the rustic uh, part of Carmel, and it has the mission painted on one side where, the, you know, you have the pasture with the sheep. And uh, on the other side is a thatched uh, cottage that's across from the mission. 
and that's by Eddie Matsumoto. And um, I knew I was going to forget someone. And we have Scott Jacobs. He did one with Clint Eastwood on one side and oh. Cacti on the other side. That's the one that's at City Hall. Um, we have uh, Chris, Laura Christina Alexander. Hers is uh, a very vibrant heart and it has circles with letters painted on it so one side is let love be and um trying to think who i forgot here because like i said i shouldn't have started naming them because that's always dangerous um ah, i'm looking for my paper here so i can find them but they're they're all really really gorgeous and um someone asked me what my favorite was and i really don't have one because they're just all so fantastic and um you know, even probably higher quality than I ever anticipated. So um, let's see. Oh, we have the one. Oh, I know. There's one that was painted by a nurse, and it's outside of the Eastwood building, and it's over on uh, Monte. Let's see. Is Eastwood building on Monte Verde? Um, and it's it's on. Uh, I'm trying to remember where the Eastwood building is, but it's red, and and it actually looks like a heart. But she started out hers with um, different words and sayings that people gave her, and uh, and then she painted over it. So she has a lot of you know she kind of seals those words into the heart, and so it has a lot of texture. But it's um, it's probably the most you know when people think of hearts, that might be the one that would be most familiar because it it is um, it is red. And uh, that's on San Carlos, the Eastwood building is. So wow, that yeah, there's so many wonderful local artists. I was mm -hmm. I had I had secretly hoped that you would have Scott Jacobs uh, have a giant Bill Murray on one of these hearts. But <laughs> that might be we might be gilding the lily at that point. But right. he's he's, right. he's one of the he's a great Carmel artist, and he has mm -hmm. that famous kind of painting of uh, Bill Murray. So. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, this one of Clant is on film, which is, he said, you know, it's because he's one of his, you know, favorite um, film directors. And yeah, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, that that is fantastic. So it's kind of a who's who of uh, Carmel artists and a lot of great, uh, great talent. What? So how how are they going to do the um, the auction and, and who is it going to benefit? Uh, the the auction it's going to be interesting. We have our sponsors were gracious enough that uh, all one hundred percent of what we earn in the auction will go towards scholarship money, and the scholarships will be given out by the Carmel Women's Foundation, and then also by the um, Chamber of Commerce Foundation, which is a new organization. So they'll oh. all be given to, you know, people, hopefully to, I, I would say emerging leaders, I mean, possible because they're, um, they're in community enrichment scholarships is what we're, what we're calling them. That's great. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, and will they be given out through grants? Is that, or like there'll, there'll be an application process for the? Yes. Oh, yep. that's, so describe the event uh, of, or is it going to be an online auction or is it going to happen in front of city hall with a gavel? I mean, that would be fun. That would be fun. If it weren't for COVID, that would be a great idea. No, because we didn't know exactly what was going to be happening. We're doing it online and it's actually going to be uh, six or seven days. It starts the 19th and I guess 77 and ends on, it starts at eight o'clock on the 19th. That's and two days ago when this goes down. So, so <laughs> now, it started yeah. on Thursday. So you might want to go to the website now and check it out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What is the, the website, by the way? Um, the auction site is the, the auction organization itself is called bidding for good like if you were bidding for an auction or for an item is it the number or the word good for sorry uh bidding for for okay and then good and then it's dot com and then a slash carmel hyphen chamber 
okay. because the money is because they're a nonprofit, the money's going through them to be distributed to the nonprofit groups. And you, you probably have a link at the Carmel Chamber to this site, I'm sure. So. Yes, you have to find the leadership, Carmel, on it. But yes, you do. <laughs> there is one on there. Okay, and we'll get the word out because we want these things. Uh, what, what are you hoping? What's the starting bid, for example? <laughs> well, the starting bid, uh, we've been working on the website. The starting bid is... Um, I think it's going to be $5,000. $5,000. And where would you put it? So if you put these in your yard, would it be hard to anchor it for the wind or would it be, is it kind of better to be inside? You think? Well, they're all outside right now. Mm-hmm. And the secret right now, because they only really weigh about 40 pounds, but we mm. have them on steel bases and um, with travertine pavers with them. And so those, that's what's giving them their weight. Mm, that's great. So we have a couple of, um, institutions or businesses that have mentioned, you know, getting them and have said that, you know, although those bases are lovely, they want to do their own bases, you know, they have fit their own, uh, their own uh, criteria, I guess. So. Put them in, like in a lobby or something like that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you're, you're probably hoping to, to raise uh, quite a bit of money for the, now these scholarships would, they, so as a leadership scholarship, would, would, is it for school or is it just for any kind of project that, uh, that is, is, you know, with this money, what would, what would they use it for? Right. It depends on how much money we raise. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of them would go toward um, helping pay for if someone wants to take a leadership class, it would be for scholarships to take that. Mm. And then they have they have other um, items that they're thinking about using the scholarship money for also. And, and it'd be open to anybody. Is it just locally? Is it Monterey County or would it be a wider mm-hmm. yeah, it would be Monterey County? Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Uh, well, Bar- Barbara, it's always great to talk to you and about all the great things you're doing. Is there, there's probably something in the, uh, the rich tapestry of your life and giving that I'm missing. So is there anything else to add before we go? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Um, You know, I just have always felt like, well, we, we, we actually had to give a little talk when we graduated from our class. And one of my, one of the things I said was, you know, like just jump right in because especially when you're, you know, whether you've lived in a city forever or if you move to a new one, that's the best way to get to know mm-hmm. the city and is to get back to it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's what we're here for is to give back. So if you happen to be at in any of the many organizations, I'm sure they need people at the Interfaith Outreach of Carmel to work there to help out. So uh, contact Barbara or uh, perhaps uh, Marianne at the shop. Um right. Does the Episcopal Church, do they need any uh, volunteers there? Or are you guys always looking for new members, I'm sure? <laughs> we can always and, use new members. <laughs> yeah, and yeah then, we, can, uh, we do have some things that we use volunteers for. For example, we have a crafts fair in October. You know, or in, yeah, no, November. I'm sorry. It's right before Thanksgiving, um, you know, that we use volunteers for. Yeah. That's great. Well, Barbara, yeah, it's, it's, always, it's great to talk to you. And uh, yeah, good luck with the auction. And hopefully you raise... Uh, a lot of money and, um, yeah. and you, your hearts are, your heart is actually huge. You know, it's bigger than <laughs> the Grinch's was after it grew. What was it? Three, was it 10 or three size? I got to go back and read my know, it's a lot. How many ever sizes it grew? Your hearts are bigger. There you go. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are. They're magnificent. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Barbara. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Paul. Okay, well, that's the end of the first half of the program. I want to thank my guest, Mrs. Barbara Dickinson. And I want to remind you that you can go to biddingforgood.com slash Carmel-Chamber to uh, take a look at those hearts that Barbara spoke about. Uh, We'll be right back after the break. Thank you. 
One company is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Sounds like a big number, doesn't it? Not to express employment professionals. We take pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Express Employment Professionals is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Let us help. We'll open doors for you. For great employees, call Monterey County Express Employment Professionals, 831-920-1230. That's 831-920-1230. Advertising. Love it or hate it, it's a vital tool for business owners to attract customers and earn a living. But some city governments have arbitrary laws about what advertising signs can and cannot say. The First Amendment protects freedom of speech. IJ is committed to defending free speech against excessive and unfair government regulations. Please visit our website today at ij.org to find out how you can help the Institute for Justice. Now let's go ahead and get back to more of What's the Plan with your host, Paul Wyan, on Power Talk 1460 and 101FM. Okay, welcome back to the second half of the program. In this half of the program, we're going to talk a little bit about the economics of the peninsula, the Monterey Peninsula. Recently, it was reported in the uh, Carmel Pinecone that a 11.6 acre Big Sur campground sold for $28 million. Thought that was interesting. Also reported recently that uh, the Fort Ord Dune State Park will spend about $25 million and they're going to uh, develop about 100 sites there uh, in the old Fort Ord on, along the, um, the beach there. And also of note, in Maine, that the state of Maine, uh, there's a 900-acre campground for sale, and it's about one-tenth the price, about, about $2 million, and it's got 200-plus sites. That's twice as many as the four-door dunes and the 11.6-acre uh, campground in Big Sur. And it's also got a playground, game room, laundry, bathhouse, three ponds, and over 12 miles of ATV trail. So, so you got $2 million, so for 10, 10 and a half times as much you get this in Monterey County versus what you get in Maine. And now there's some differences between Maine and Monterey County, granted. So, But I think the Big Sur Campground symbolizes Monterey Peninsula's unique economics and the hidden cost regulations, particular regulations, and uh, overall ambiguity about the rules for development of projects on the peninsula. And uh, you should, of course, this goes without saying that there are good reasons for regulations. I mean, no one's arguing against preserving um, the marine sanctuary and things, things of that nature. There are really good reasons for the regulations. But, but we should consider the hidden cost of these regulations. And I'll give you a couple examples here. Low-wage workers pay two to $3,000 a month for small apartments on the peninsula, largely because of environmental regulations. You could say CEQA, you could say the Coastal Commissions, but there are many reasons why it's really tough to build. It's tough to build, so people have to pay more for apartments. Daily traffic jam between Salinas and Marina, Salinas and Monterey, coming out of Carmel. You go come out of Carmel at 4 p.m., massive traffic jam. Why is that? It's because of environmental regulations prevent the building of housing of workers close to where they work. World-class businesses and talents choose to innovate in Nashville, Boise, or other places where there is more freedom to do what they'd like. Now, you could say water. I mean, a lot of people would argue, oh, we need more water. There's seawater infrastructure infiltration into the aquifer, blah, blah, blah. We could solve these problems. There are technical solutions to that. It's called maybe you pump fresh water into the aquifer to reverse the seawater intrusion, but that would take 
an agreement on desalinization, which there is none, or an agreement on the capacity of the recycled water program, which there isn't any kind of agreement on that. So imagine the irony. I mean, we have a huge battery power plant out at Moss Landing, which is really cool. But imagine the irony if if you wanted to start, say, a carbon sequestration business in Monterey County. Imagine the irony. You couldn't do it because you don't have water. You can't build. You don't have the talent. I mean, and here we are all about the environment and probably one of our greatest avenues to, to overcoming global warming is carbon capture. And we can't do it in Monterey County. How absurd is that? And it's all because we can't get out of our own way with, with these, these regulations and doing it in a constructive way. Falling enrollment or closing of public schools. I mean, speaking of Moss Landing, every time you drive to Moss Landing, you see a closed public school there. There are several in Pacific Grove. They turn them into adult schools. They turn to adult, you know, the marina, they turned it into adult schools. So, and the slow paced parking solution at the Point Lobo State Reserve. That, that to me is fascinating because this inaction leaves millions of dollars of state park revenue on the table while exposing women and men pushing baby carriages along the one possibly getting killed all because we can't build a parking lot where we could both generate revenue for a state park and keep people safe. But we're unable to do it simply because of regulation. So if someone wanted to build here, there's almost no way of, there's almost no way of knowing how long it would take or, or how much it would cost. And for an example, case in point, Rancho Canada, we need to go no further. Rancho Canada is a perfect example. And reality is showing us people who can't afford apartments will live illegally in commercial spaces. Many people live in commercial spaces. It's unenforced. They'll live in their cars or they'll live under bridges. And the RVers, like the RVers along Ocean View and Pacific Grove, there's dozens of them every weekend illegally camping along, getting back to the original point of a $25 million campground. Why is a campground worth $25 million? Because it's a great place to camp and people camp illegally here along Ocean View. Unenforced. Again, unenforced. I don't expect enforcement. I'm not asking for enforcement. I'm asking for people to build campgrounds. Okay. So, so meanwhile, quietly living in a $1.5 million mansion or $1.5 million house that's you know, been, been given through the generations uh, to a person who is both living off of uh, the, the tailwind of Proposition 13 and construction regulations because their house would not be worth $1.5 million if we build more houses. And they're paying like $100 in property tax. They're going to complain about car week or their, their water bill going up 50, you know, above $50 a month because uh, of a desalinization plan. That seems to all of this is absurdity. So we all want to preserve the environment. We all want to preserve the character of the Monterey Peninsula. But if we want to move forward, elected leaders need to look for compromises like vertical construction, uh, dense town centers, and an abundant water solution to these problems. It has to be done. Otherwise, we're living in this de facto national park, which is fine. I mean, that is something that we could choose to do. But I, we should consider the hidden cost of these environmental regulations and consider loosening the stranglehold we have on developers. Because without development, without the right kind of development, guess what? Change happens one funeral at a time. It's no joke. The, 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 the heady environmentalists today will not be here in 2050. And unless action is taken now, who knows what people will do in 2050? It'll be a completely different population. Maybe there'll be my giant 10-story hotels all, through, all along the beach. And that would be almost a perverse outcome you know, based on what we want today. 
So why aren't we finding long-term sustainable solutions? Because we know that the Monterey Peninsula is desirable. We know people want to live here. People are going to live here. In 2100, people will be living here. And how they're living here and how the community looks, we need to decide now. Otherwise, you're just pushing that down the road. And who knows what people will decide in 2050? Everything's going to change then. There's going to be a completely different set of leaders. They may not care about saltwater intrusion into the aquifer. They may not care about the marine sanctuary. But if you care about those things, you're going to want to provide a development solution now so that we don't end up with, in the long term, in our children's children and our grandchildren, in, in some kind of crazy situation. So it's an opinion, a little off topic here. Usually I just do uh, interviews, but um, this time I, I felt really passionate about this. So thank you for listening. I'm Paul Wyant, owner of Express Employment Professionals of Monterey County. Uh, at Express, we can help you find great employees for your business. It's really tough right now finding good help for your business. So give us a call, 831-920-1230. We'd love to help you find great employees for your business. Uh, thanks again to Mark Carbonero. He's the greatest producer in the business. And to Mr. David Marzetti. He is the host of the Saturday Morning Shag Bag radio show right here on 1460 AM and 101.1 FM. That is the end of today's program. Please come back next Saturday at 1.30 PM and listen to What's the Plan Monterey or go to What's the Plan monterey.com and listen to all of our episodes going back to the very first one and of course don't change that dial you're going to want to stay tuned for business sense radio with mr edward king and that's coming up next stopping on a dream